Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in to Blame It On The Weight. I'm Kat, also known as Kat's Foodie Life and Kat Loses Weight on Instagram and I'm joined by the lovely Kirsty. Hi, I'm Kirsty. Shall I tell um, my Instagrams as well? <laughs> if you want, if you want. Uh, just call me Kirsty and Kirsty Loses Weight as well. Awesome, yeah. Kirsty named named my one to be fair. So <laughs> basically, we both started our separate to our so our main accounts are foodie accounts. So we both started our separate sort of weight loss journey accounts because we were saying this the other day. It's just more freeing, isn't it? Massively, it's yeah. Like you can share things that I would never, and I don't even have that many followers on the main one. But I don't know. I just don't feel like sharing a full body picture of me no and I haven't got to worry about like scheduled posts as well like I had a message today from a company being like hi we sent you this product 10 days ago can you um post about it on your grid whereas on my weight loss one I can just post a picture of my dinner and not think twice about it you know exactly and I think as well you don't have to be like as hashtag heavy like it's not necessarily about trying to get it seen it's about just having it some sort of accountability and yeah. if you have a handful of people who are cheering you on I well, feel I like had, that I had a weight loss blog like 10 years ago no yeah oh my god so I you, you were like Tumblr famous were you Tumblr account yeah I had about 70,000 followers Oh my god! Yeah, um, and I documented like two years in America where I dropped like a hundred pounds. Um, so the accountability was great because I was doing Weight Watchers at the time, and having like make, doing daily posts allowed me to be accountable because I wasn't going yeah. to meetings. I was just paying seven dollars a month for the app. Yeah, and didn't have any accountability other than that blog um obviously yeah. it turned into a bit of a, a, a money-making little thing <laughs> um not massively like I wrote a couple of articles for a couple of weight loss magazines um it wasn't the same like 10 years ago as it is now I reckon if I'd have had like an Instagram alongside it I don't you'd be like a bank probably to be honest I mean it'd be nice wouldn't it <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think, do you know what, it's, it's crazy how that whole scene has changed. As you say, like, I mean, Tumblr still exists. I don't think I've ever really been on Tumblr because I think I found it a bit confusing. Yeah, it was more, more it. Simpler, the more simpler, the more simpler of the blog platforms. Yeah. And it was just easy to just follow people and had like a really smooth layout. So that's why I chose yeah. it. So what happened to this <laughs> 70,000... So I had weight loss surgery, like not like a a gastric band. I had skin removal. Um, So I kept the um, weight loss blog going when I came back to the UK. Wasn't Mm -hmm. as active as I probably was in America because, you know, I was working full time and commuting Mm -hmm. to and from work, but I still kept it active. And I had um, had a tummy tuck and a breast lift about seven years ago. And I posted about it because people knew that that was something I was going to be doing. Um, 
no, to go back actually, um, I raised the money for um, my consultation via Tumblr by doing like giveaways and stuff. Isn't that crazy? Oh wow! Oh my god! Yeah, like it was two hundred and fifty pounds for a consultation because it was a private surgeon, and I raised the money via mm. Tumblr by giving things away. Like it was absolutely crazy. Like, and this is why we can talk about this another time like there, there are weight loss things on Instagram like you and I know and there was a guy a couple yeah. of years ago that I think he raised like a hundred thousand pounds or something stupid to get skin removal and then did a runner with the money yeah. <laughs> yeah. he um, could at least remove the skin he ain't gonna cost a hundred thousand pounds to remove all your skin he raised a lot of money like we're talking some yeah. serious serious money and then he did a runner like deleted his Instagram or absolutely crazy um but yeah so i documented having my surgery and the level of hate and the nasty messages i got from it like people saying you're still fat you're still you know you still you still need to lose about 50 pounds we've had the surgery too early and back then i genuinely believed that having the skin removal would make all our problems go away yeah. and i wasn't happy then like I'd lost the weight I had the skin removal and I really thought I'd wake up and think oh man this is amazing and I woke up and it was still the same so it really played on my mental health so one day I think I hadn't updated it in about two months mm-hmm. I went on there made a post and was like bye for now and then just deleted the whole thing <laughs> dramatic <laughs> so dramatic and then, oh my god um, I have a couple of people on my Instagram now that have followed me from that blog. Um, okay. Yeah, because sometimes they get in touch and they're like, you don't know me, but I used to follow you on Tumblr. And I'm like, oh my God, that was 10 years ago, you know? Do you know what? I definitely think we should have a full conversation all about that sort of time because I think that's really, really interesting. Yeah. Just to see where it came from. So like, what? like i said earlier fucking hell what a year yeah honestly Who, this time last year man how bloody naive were we I just, no one ever planning things and then like... <laughs> <laughs> i mean like we were there planning things again like mm, in in one year i'm going to do this and no you ain't i, I remember what? even in like february my dad saying let's book these flights to Rome for this cruise we're going on and I think oh yeah I, I remember that started yeah. like picking up a bit and I was like dad these flights are going to be 1200 pounds for a return we we shouldn't book it there's something not right with this and he was like it's fine it's only going to be a oh. couple of weeks and here we are in November <laughs> yeah because bloody hell like obviously we're talking about COVID, obviously. No, yeah, no. <laughs> I feel like I feel like one day some people are gonna be watching like all these YouTube videos and these looking at these posts from like in like twenty twenty five. They'll be like, everyone's being really weird about this this thing. Why what was going on? It's like that's nah, COVID, mate. Yeah, and COVID. Um, <laughs> but also what it's, it's gonna sound really bizarre. What a time for it to happen where social media is so like apparent. And like mm. so many people on it, there, there's going to be so much about this, like for years. To come. Oh yeah, exactly. The history books are going to be grateful, or the history websites. I mean, I don't know about books, but <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be very grateful. The fact that you know we've got people literally vlogging now. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's like you've got you've got video footage of exactly what is going on, as well as people's opinions. So 
is going to be mad. Like some, I think it was like some Tuesday in March, um, like 16, 15th or something like that. Um, Boris Johnson said, if you can work from home, work from home. So what did you do when you heard about that? So, you know, what was really funny is that a lot of people were already starting to work from home the week before. And my company, there was no kind of urgency in it at all. Um, I remember some girls I used to be friends with were like, you can come and work from my house um, if you like, because they, they assumed I was working from home. And we weren't. It wasn't until, I think, didn't we go into like a lockdown on uh, Monday? Yeah, it's one of them. Yeah, yeah like so proper. We, I think it must have been the Tuesday. We had like a work from home trial day on the Wednesday just to make sure that our VPN worked. And then we had an email in the afternoon saying it's been successful. We managed to get everybody logged on. Um, if you can work from home, um, Thursday and Friday, then please do. And I didn't really take it seriously because I remember texting my friend and saying, "Do you want a too good to go tomorrow?" You know, like the app where you pick up buffet breakfast for like two quid. And um, yeah, I just didn't take it, didn't really take it seriously at all. I was like, no, that's fine. We'll get a breakfast tomorrow if you want. But yeah, so I didn't really take it seriously what was going on. Um, I told my friend we were going to get breakfast the next day and he was like, oh, I'm probably going to be working from home. And then we went into the lockdown on the Monday and that was it, really. Yeah. I, even I, then, I remember saying to my friend, I'll see you in two weeks. Don't be daft. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, how innocent we were. I logged into my email, like my work email. And, yeah. And they said we have to come into work the next day. I was like, what? Really? Boris like, Johnson just said that we got to work from home if we can. So I have. I have a laptop, as a lot of people do, and I was always taking it home every day. Yeah. Anyway, and I already had a docking station. I already had monitors. Like my, I have a room that was set up as a office to work from home. Like I didn't do it hardly ever, but I already had that. Yeah. So they, they said come into the office. I was like, what the fuck am I going into the office for? And then um, they they said they were doing some A B sort of rotor shift pattern but only for um like required people so I wasn't like a it was like for post people who did post and yeah need to be there but as it happens I had just started cycling to work again Mm -hmm. um and I used to have an electric bike because it's like eight miles to the office from my house so I started on an electric bike to like get me into it and I was like right I'm ready I'm gonna do this manual bike ready to do this literally did it on the Monday and the Tuesday and then lockdown oh my god and so on that subject apparently there was an article on the BBC News website and I don't know when this was but obviously it was sometime during lockdown apparently 48% of people put on weight during lockdown I'm not surprised I'm surprised it's not higher exactly I was like is that it yeah. Like surely everyone had done. So how has it affected you? Oh not, massively. Not, do I, you know what I mean? I'm easily a stone heavier than I was when I went into lockdown, if not more. Um mm. so I started off doing 
the Slimmer World Zoom classes because I joined Slimmer World a couple of weeks before lockdown had started. Um, I was doing the Slimmer World Zoom classes, but I hated them. Um, I just really, um, no, I didn't find them motivating at all. And then, um, yeah, I just found it a bit boring to be honest like I'd be well, work all day and be on like a zoom call um so yeah I I'm easily probably a stone and a half heavier than I was when we went into lockdown absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah I mean I was going to the gym I had a trainer I was going every week and I don't do you know what? I actually don't think I did put on much weight like I have done mm. but I think I was toning and I was like doing better with my body just overall yeah I do think if we were if this didn't happen I think I would have lost at least two to three stone by now because I would have been cycling to work oh yeah I I probably would never have gained as much but I've had to adapt so I'm working from home I'm working in my kitchen because I've got a kitchen bedroom and front room and it's the Mm -hmm. only space I can really go to that I has good light I can you know plug everything in etc but I'm right in my kitchen and you definitely like seek comfort in takeaways you seek comfort in normality um yeah you know so I'm definitely heavier and also not working in the pub and being on my feet all day and running up and downstairs that has a massive effect like there were days where on my apple watch I would easily hit like 2,000 calories burnt at the pub and that was when I used to be in work all day um going to the pub in the evening work until midnight I'd be shattered but I'd be a lot more toned than I am now because all I do now is sit on my ass in front of a laptop and then exactly like sit on my sofa which is what I'm doing now yeah well this is it like I I just I mean the thing is it takes so much for me to like get up and do something yeah (laughs) it's so bad because the thing is when it was going into work when it was the commute, it wasn't exercise. It was, I need to get to work. Yeah. So had I had a, yeah, I had a purpose in it. It wasn't just, I'm just going to go for a cycle in a circle. Like, yeah. that, like for some reason, I can't get that in my head as a thing to really do. Yeah. Now, at the beginning of lockdown, me and John were waking up at like half six and going for a cycle. Why? We did... <laughs> That's a good question. I ask myself that every day. <laughs> I, do you know, was trying to maintain because you know they were really heavy on the whole. You couldn't go out at all except for one hour of exercise a day. Yeah. So we were trying to use that time, and we were like, "Oh, if we stay home. We're just going to get fat." Like, mm. so we must have done that. I want to say for like three, four weeks. Right almost every day that's that's impressive though really when you think yeah, about it stop, no. like mm, the world mm, is crumbling around stop. you but you still woke up at half past six and went for a cycle i would walk around I, the harbor i would fully walk around the harbor like every day and that's a solid yeah. like six kilometer walk just around the harbor and then i would Blimey. stop and have like a cup of coffee if somewhere was open like a takeaway one obviously but i would grab a takeaway coffee and then sit by the water because it was in the summer we're lucky it was in the summer really 
this is this is another thing because I think people don't appreciate the fact that it kind of almost happened in the best possible time. Yeah, I know it fully did because now it gets dark at four o'clock. I'm sat in my kitchen looking outside thinking, well, I finished at six. I'm not going to go out. The only reason I went out this evening was to get a notepad. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, this is it. Like, as you say, it's so dark and it's dark from like half past four. So uh, it's like, yeah, I reckon it's it's just what? dark all the time and it's there's no motivation. And I also think exactly. like people's mental health, like if, if, if we were in like a full on lockdown, like we were in the summer now, yeah, it'd be horrific for some people. Because, well, we already have that um, seasonal affective disorder or something like that. Yeah. The sad thing. So, yeah, as you say, if people had to be, like, trapped in their house working, if you were lucky enough to be able to work from home and then you finish for the day, you look outside and it's pitch black, you'd be like, well, I'm not going out. What am I going to, do you know what I mean? What am I going to do out there? Mm. And I think, you know, depending on who you are, you know, I certainly wouldn't, go out like well I wouldn't go out jogging the best times but <laughs> you know you've got like sort of vulnerable people yeah. who they're not going to go out jogging no, on the evening a woman as well going out after exactly. like, I'm sorry no exactly there's, there's, it's not safe in my opinion but no it, it was, we no. were definitely lucky that we were in a lockdown I, I'm definitely I definitely struggled though like I did I would wake up on a Monday and think, right, I'm going to be really good this week. I'm going to um, plan my meals. I'm going to go to Lidl and do a big shop. And then I um, would be really, really good. But it's the weekends that got me. Like the weekends in lockdown because I would go for a walk and then I'd get home about four o'clock and then I'd have nothing else to do. So I think alcohol was a big, big part of that like huge huge for me yeah I definitely was drinking every night without a doubt um you know the benefit of working for a pub as well as working in an office is that we got a lot of beer during lockdown um Mm -hmm. you know because they wanted to give us something to I don't know smile about maybe um yeah it's just morale booster in it exactly um I yeah definitely spent a lot of money on beer as well um just a lot of money on alcohol. I definitely, yeah. I think I went yeah. through like a bottle of single malt whiskey in about four days. Jeez. Yeah, I didn't. But you don't realize until you look back at it and think, well, okay. <laughs> Finish that up quick. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I definitely was. Um, was the Gordon's pink gin and tonic? Oh yeah. I think I was getting it. Tastes nice, to be fair. Mm. But they had it on offer, like quite often. So I was just getting those. Yeah, I'm not. And I've literally having. Been... Yeah, I'm not usually. Oh. <laughs> I'm not usually, but no, I'm neither am I. But the pink gin and tonic was actually I quite enjoyed, right. and I was literally having one of those a night. Um and, yeah, it's just like one can, but I was still more like I wouldn't have considered, before times, drinking, on any day other than a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I would sometimes maybe have like a midweek beer if it had been a stressful week at work. Um, yeah. You know, or like sometimes after work, if there's a few you finish at five, it's like, do you want to go to the pub? Have ours, have a quick one, you know. But I think for a lot of people with weight is that 
people were so thrown out of their routine. I mean, for example, on a regular work day, I'd wake up at like half past six. I would shower, get ready. I'd leave the house by five to eight. I would walk the 15 minutes to work, meet my friend outside, we'd have a smoke, we'd go into the office, constant, constantly be on my feet. Like now my Apple Watch tells me that I need to move. <laughs> Like my god like it's yeah it's like up. we're in the so middle of a pandemic in the office <laughs> it never did because i was just constantly up and down so i definitely feel like a change in my body from just not moving a lot i mean i'll give you an example my apple watch used mm. to tell me that i was probably burning on a regular day about 1500 calories on it now i'm lucky <laughs> if i go past 600 wow mm. yeah i mean <clears throat> i say because i was cycling into work like immediately immediately burning shitloads of calories um so i think i suppose at least the good thing was that whilst we did try to continue the cycling it kind of frittered away slowly so that any gain wasn't just like pow here's a stone do you yeah. know what i mean but like the other thing was that you found more time at home to be able to cook yeah. Um, and you think everyone started making sourdough? I didn't. Like every, <laughs> we we had sour like we had sourdough starters already. Like there wasn't anything new, but John kind of decided that he was going to make more. Then I was eating more bread. <laughs> now bread ain't the devil, but to me, oh, I know I love it. Like I, I discovered it. that just down the road from me is the assembly bakery. Um. Um, yeah and I think it became like a daily habit for me to go out in the morning to get like a pan of chocolate or a almond croissant and I would be telling myself that this is like a little bit of a routine because I think I just missed routine so much and um yeah so that definitely didn't I don't know I just I don't know I just feel like yeah weight has I think everyone had good intentions people were doing exercise um joe wicks had his like morning workouts yeah which i never did yeah um (laughs) and um like this is what annoyed me though so i feel like weight loss groups they definitely targeted in on people that are uh, struggling through lockdown so slim and world obviously did their zoom meetings you know two pound fifty a session um to help you control your weight during lockdown and um then they increased their prices and they were like sorry the business isn't making any money guys like we need to help a multi-million dollar business and it became like a bit of a marketing thing like i even saw something on weight watchers um the other week where it was like lose those lockdown pounds and have your first three months for free so whereas you know on one hand you have people you know screaming about mental health and how the worst you know if the worst thing that happens in this pandemic lockdown is you gain a few pounds it's not a bad thing and you've also got on the other hand companies like Simon World and Weight Watchers that are like are you fat don't worry babe you're fat <laughs> lose it like it, yeah it's like on one hand you're supposed to accept yourself as you are on the other hand you're the perfect target audience now for weight loss groups exactly exactly and so what do you think what are you doing at the moment obviously we're Mm. back in 
lockdown two. So lockdown with a vengeance. So I was doing NutraCheck. Um, yeah. Because I had a partnership with them, or I still have a partnership with them up until February. But because I'm having knee surgery in a week, a whole week, um, I have gone back to Slimming World, which I hate myself a little bit for because I'm so anti it because I just think it's just a money making machine. Um, the yeah. fact that okay, hiccup. The fact that during lockdown. They kept their Zoom classes up. That was great. They charged members £2.50 and then they had to increase their prices by a pound because the company wasn't making money. And I thought, you're a multi-million dollar company. Like, you're definitely not struggling because you've got your magazine, you've got your online classes, you've got... um, Yeah, exactly. Online online membership. You've got your Iceland food, etc. So for me, that left a really stale taste in my mouth and I know that a lot of people have had really negative experiences with that however because I am going to stay with my father it's going to be the easiest thing for me to do right now because my dad's 70 years old he's not going to care about like weighing out 100 grams of pasta because I need to put it into my NutriCheck app so for now Slimming World is what I'm doing but when I come back to Bristol in what like two months um straight back on that NutriCheck for so long I know I'm probably going to be back sooner I'm just giving myself the rest yourself because I just I just don't know what my recovery is going to be like Mm -hmm. I could have like the most easiest recovery and think well what the fuck was I worried about (laughs) yeah exactly but I think yeah when I go home to my dad if my dad wants to make a spaghetti bolognese all I've got a really count is I don't know garlic bread you might make <laughs> I don't know exactly like, and unless I want to live on ready meals and I know exactly how many calories are in them it's just going to be easy so for now and yeah, also, definitely. I get to eat a lot of vegetables and I do love veg but I'm not I don't think I'm going to lose any weight on it because I'm it's really well I know I probably will because my dad's going to be doing the cooking and it's not going to be like triggering any binging like it used to for me so and you're not going to necessarily be able to get up and be like oh I'm just going to go no grab way. this like, and like, you ain't going nowhere I'm, I'm going to be <laughs> hobbling and my dad's the kind of person even though I'm nearly 35 years old he'll still be like what, what have we got that for what have we got a bag of crisps for Kirsty it's 9 o'clock at night you don't need any more food and I'll be like I'm sorry I'm sorry what <laughs> like I want it and I'm an mm-hmm. adult <laughs> But yeah, no, that's really that's really good actually because, as you say, it will just, despite how kind of problematic SimWorld is as a concept, it makes it easier yeah. for you. No, it does, and that's that's the important thing. Yeah, so I um, I actually went cycling on Sunday, so I was supposed to go on Saturday, and I was like to John, we're gonna go cycling Saturday morning. That didn't work out. <laughs> I just was like, I can't, no, I just don't, like, I, I'm tired, like, I'm aching or whatever. So then on Saturday night, I was like, I'm going cycling tomorrow. Like, I don't care, we're doing it. So, because obviously, um, as you know, I have, like, this type of arthritis, and I find it really, really difficult to get yeah. up, to move. So I find, like, I feel like it's an excuse, but 
not only do I have the whole, I'm just lazy and I don't want to, when I do want to, sometimes I have something that's stopping me anyway yeah. from from doing it. So I literally was like, no, we're going to power through because if I was going to work, I'd do it anyway. I'd just have to do it. I mean, so I was like, okay, went to went to bed, set an alarm on my watch. I told you I was going to set an alarm. Um, and I kept on like waking up. Well, maybe we woke up like two times in the middle of the night. So the first time I woke up, I said to myself, you're going cycling in the morning. Like you're definitely doing yeah. that. And and then the next time I woke up, it was about half five. I went to the toilet and I took some painkillers when I went to the toilet. Cause I was like, I want to make sure that when I wake up, I'm not going to be in pain or anything like that. Nothing to sort of stop me. I put my clothes out as well. Oh, wow. So I was ready. Yeah. Charged up my like headphones all like ready to go. And I got up and I fucking did it. I was so yeah, proud. It just takes so much for me to do something like that. Now, I wish I had done it on Saturday because I could have done it on Sunday as well, but I did it. Do you know what I mean? I did it. Yeah, so. you haven't got a thing I wish. I think that's a really big problem with like us in lockdown right now is that if we do something well one day, we're like, oh, I wish I did it the day before as well, but you, you didn't. And that's okay. Like some days in this yeah. pandemic, all you want to do is lie on the sofa watch Below Deck and um, <laughs> eat a lot of macarons from Anna's Cake Couture. Like, come on, it's, there's worse things in lockdown, you know, but it's, I feel like as well, one of the things that we probably learn as well is just being kind to ourselves. I think, I think, it, so this yeah. is like, when we first went into lockdown, I was convinced it was only gonna be two weeks and I thought, oh, well, if, if I eat and drink, whatever I want for a bit um it doesn't matter I'll be back in I'll be back in a routine in two weeks time (laughs) and then two weeks turned into two months and now we're on month like what is it Mark nine yeah eight nine crazy isn't it yeah but I think a lot and also it was difficult at the beginning because especially on social media you saw so many people like Hi guys, I got up really early this morning. I had a green shake, and I'm just gonna do loads uh, of exercise. Yeah. And there's 24 hours in a day. Spend an hour on you. It's like, oh my god, some of us are just trying to not fucking kill ourselves, babe. Like, you know. Yeah, I think that's. You're right. Like, we saw so many people doing things, and you're like, do you know what? It's okay to not. You yeah. could just not. That's fine. Like, obviously. I suppose the unfortunate thing about the whole COVID situation is that they say that if you're overweight, you're more at risk. Yeah, I had a conversation so with like... some friends. I say some, they're not, we're not really friends anymore. That's fine. Um, and I mentioned how because of my weight and my BMI, it was suggested that I self-isolate for 12 weeks. And my response back was, I'm perfectly healthy apart from the number on my scales. Like my vitals, etc., are of a healthy, normal weight person. But just because I weigh a certain amount on the scales, I don't understand why they're saying that we're the most yeah. at risk, but then we're also not being prioritized for that COVID vaccine. So Exactly. But also and also you're saying that we have to isolate at home where we can't do anything or really, you know, exercise 
So then we'll just yeah. get fatter at home. Do you know what I mean? Having self-isolated. I'm about a lot of overweight people. I don't know if it's the same with you, but it definitely is the same with me. Like the reason that I'm big is not because I'm greedy. It's not because, I, I mean, I love my food, but I struggled in the past with like binge eating disorder. And it gets to a certain point with a lot of people that they're not the weight they are because they just, or they can't help that second portion. It's psychological. There's something like mentally that needs looking at because you don't get, I'm not, this is not what I weigh now, but you don't get to 24 stone and, you know, you don't get it there from eating carrots and stuff. You, you get there because you really can't stop eating and you need someone to help you with that. Um, so yeah it's all well and good saying don't go outside don't do this but people will find a way to eat regardless you know yeah exactly and like a good good example was the other day well a couple of weeks back i really wanted some stones randomly um so i went to the same spree mm-hmm. right by me and it they didn't have any. I was like, bloody hell. So I made yeah. some. I was like, I'm going to make it work. I mean, that's how like desperately yeah. I wanted it. But I was just like, but the thing is, I find I get that. Sometimes I'm like, I really want this thing. If I don't have it, then it just it keeps on playing oh, yeah, no, in I my mind. Any... I'm going to have it. It's just a matter yeah. of when. Do you know what I mean? But like, so I'm, I meant to do... I don't love it as a thing, but I've been actually trying to actually diet for a long time, as you know, like during lockdown. And my weight just hasn't really shifted no. at all. Oh, shit. Um, so I, John, both John and I are doing Slim Fast okay. this week. It's probably going to last six days because I think that's how much the tub does. Um, just to like give, I just need to see Okay. something I just need to see because honestly I'm starting to lose my mind I'm like I'm doing all this stuff and maybe I'm not doing all this stuff obviously I'm not doing all this stuff but I need to know that I can do something to actually see a significant yeah. shift um so and I said to you know to John this isn't something we're maintaining because I don't even no. like it like that I couldn't maintain it um but it's just something just to get that boost somewhere so then I can go, okay, right now, let's go back to having like a small yeah. jack of potato with with tuna and, you know, things like that. But also, I don't necessarily like to spend too much time cooking things. That's not true. Um, <laughs> well, so at certain times. <laughs> so like for lunch, like trying to come up with something that I can quickly yeah. put together for lunch. Um. And whether it's sort of fresh or whether it's something we batch cook earlier in the week so that we could just have mm-hmm. it at lunchtime. I was doing the, um, and talk about, say, so talk about Simon World, this um, Simon World beef kofta curry, which I've, I always love, is in their, their okay. Simon World curry book. Um, and that's a really good one to just cook on a Sunday evening and then have for lunch. So it's probably going to be something yeah. like that, to be honest. Just something easy, throw it in there. Um, you know, John suggested using mince instead of 
like making meatballs because it's even quicker. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's definitely plans in underfoot. Yeah. <laughs> to lose but you know for me when i'm at my dad's house that gives me a boost because like you said i'm not gonna be able to get up and move i'm gonna be kind of confined to a bed for like a week or two and then i'm gonna be working in my dad's office so the kitchen will be downstairs Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna have to only i'm gonna have to plan if i need to go downstairs and eat do you know what i mean so yeah yeah, i'm hoping that do but for me it's always keto that always is something that i go back to and then I do it for like two weeks I lose about a stone I feel great I'm like well I'm just gonna eat carbs again and then I I don't know do you know what I feel though um eating out is one of the worst things and you and I are both food bloggers (laughs) like (laughs) you know we I my page has got a big following like I get a when I think about the stuff that I'm getting this week, so I'm getting pizzas for free, I'm getting Thai curries for free, I'm getting like a massive oh like cake dipping box, I'm getting beers, and like I just think if I if I had chosen something else to blog about, I only <laughs> uh, I should have done makeup. I, I should have. I mean, that was, but no, I I think um. I'm trying to think how to phrase this. So when there was eat out to help out, I probably got to the way I am now, if that makes sense. So like, because I was literally taking full advantage three days a week of eating out to help out. I mean, who wasn't? Like, and then well, this is I went it. on holiday. I was lucky enough to go on holiday. Jesus Christ. Um, and then. I gained a, about a stone on holiday because it's an all-inclusive and I didn't know when I was going to go on another holiday. And then I came home, did keto for like two weeks, dropped like 16 pounds. And then I've just yeah, been like up and down between like the last half stone for the last month. Um, just because I have way too many like treat yourself moments. I feel like... <laughs> Don Needle and Tom Haverton <laughs> in Parks and Rec, like constantly. It's just like treat yourself. Two thousand twenty. Yeah. Like, um, no, I do think I don't know. I feel like as well. I I will always find an excuse probably as to why I haven't done this. I can say eating out. I mean, I love I love going to try restaurants. I love like reviewing things. I love doing what I do, but. I think for someone mm-hmm. that you know potentially does have issues with food, sometimes it's not the best. Necessarily at the same time. Like on Saturday when I got pie shop, oh my god. Like that was the best. But I'd also that got a takeaway so on the Thursday and the Friday. So what I should have done is think, right, I'm gonna get pie shop on on Saturday night. I'm I'm gonna cook home cook on Thursday, home cook on Friday, but I just don't really have that rationale in my head, you know? Yeah. Exactly. And I think that's one thing that I definitely <laughs> am like grateful for is actually my very small following and the fact that I actually don't get given things really very often. Ungrateful, don't I? I'm sounding like I'm a really ungrateful brat. Like... No, you don't sound ungrateful. 
no, I don't think you sound ungrateful. It's just the truth, isn't it? Like, I benefit from not getting stuff sent to me because that's not a thing that's going to yeah. somewhat sabotage what I'm trying to today, do. And he said the exact same thing. He was like, he's kind of, the reason he deactivated his account is because he was getting a bit sick of it and all he wants to do is try and, like, focus and lose a bit of weight. And I get that and I respect that. Yeah. But that's why yeah. I started yeah. the weight loss page as well because I thought... It's accountability, you know, massively. Exactly. Awesome. Well, I think we can wrap it yeah, up I there. What so. do you think? We're talking a lot. I know it's interesting. I'm not ungrateful. <laughs> I'm really not. Send me things, I, I appreciate it. it. <laughs> no. That's awesome. Well, thank you very You're much, Kirsty, awesome. for your time. What a lovely chat. We're going to do this again. Probably when I'm on a lot of um, pain meds. That would be <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> right, we'll arrange that just at the right time, like an hour after you've oh taken the meds. Perfect on, like, timing. That sweet spot. And I'll just be like, what? <laughs> it? That's awesome. Thanks very much for listening to Blame It On The Weight. Join us next time where we're going to talk about some more weight-related topics. Bye.